Welcome to Commercial Property Insights by Altus Group. In our final episode of 2021, Robert Hayton, UK President of Altus Group, looks back at a monumental year for business rates in England and shares his thoughts on what 2022 may bring. Will the fundamental review of business rates deliver all it promises? Robert, as we approach the end of the year, it seems to me that 2021 was a monumental year for the business rates tax in England. It was indeed. We had the customary spring and autumn budgets, which brought us very helpful freezes in the multipliers for, for the current year and the, the next financial years, as well as offering various levels of COVID relief, occupied retail, leisure and hospitality premises. In March, the government announced that it would be retrospectively banning I think it was around 170,000 business rates appeals which had been made by ratepayers citing the pandemic as a as a material change in circumstances that affected the the value of their properties. Uh, we estimated that those appeals had they been allowed to continue would have generated approximately 5 billion pounds worth of savings uh, refunds for businesses, much needed refunds for businesses. Government instead replaced it with a £1.5 billion pot, which um, I'm very sad to say at the time of making this recording still hasn't been distributed. The 1st of April was also the antecedent valuation date. Uh, that's the, the date by which rents are assessed for the next revaluation period for, uh, for all non-domestic properties. And that list, as a reminder, will come into effect on the 1st of April 2023. We've had a consultation on delivering more frequent revaluations. The proposal being that they will cut future cycles to three years. We look forward to seeing that because over the last couple of lists, the cycle has increased in length rather than reduced. And they're also looking to streamline the appeal process. And that's terrific news if it works in support of what ratepayers need rather than just in what the government needs. And if that wasn't enough, the, the fundamental review into business rates was finally reported on after many, many delays. So, Robert, are we then expecting 2022 to be a quieter year? I don't expect it will be. Um, the Treasury has said that they're continuing to explore arguments for and against uh, a, a UK-wide online sales tax. And I think we can expect consultation to be published pretty soon in respect of this. Certainly, the industry and retailers, uh, bricks and mortar retailers in particular, are calling for that. As we get to the finer details of the proposed changes around the check challenge appeal, the CCA system so-called in England, I think we can expect that further consultation around some punitive sanctions required to, to police compliance are likely to be published. And I think that will focus around not a loss of a right of appeal, but be some kind of punitive financial penalty. There also needs to be further consultation around transitional arrangements for the 2023 rating list. And, and getting this right is going to be incredibly important if government are serious about levelling up. Then finally, no later than the end of the year, 31st of December, the draft list for the 2023 list will be published. And, and then we'll know who the winners and losers are at the next revaluation. I think we can expect to see the values of high street retail falling and we can expect to see things like third-party logistics, distribution warehouses increasing in value. But beyond that, we'll have to wait and see the draft list to know for sure who goes up and who comes down. Going back to the outcome of the fundamental review, what were your thoughts? 
I think the Chancellor delivered on the government's manifesto pledge to lower the business rates burden fairly effectively. There's a £7 billion cut to liability over the next few years by cancelling inflationary rises next year. They've avoided the feared cliff edge for retail, hospitality and leisure businesses by continuing the rates relief that those sectors have enjoyed over the last few years into the next rate year, albeit at a lower level of discount. There are tax incentives to reduce environmental damage. There are more frequent revaluations and a tax holiday to stimulate investment. I think taken as a, as a basket of support, it's fairly compelling and it will help to support post-pandemic recovery of the economy. Some have described the budget and the outcome of the review as a mere sticking plaster or not going far enough. What are your thoughts? I think we have to be realistic and, and pragmatic about this. Certainly, ratepayers would have liked government to go further, but when you take what's being proposed and what, what the changes that have been made within the context of the fact that UK borrowing has continued to climb, it's standing at 2.2 trillion as at the end of September this year, and that's about 95.5% of GDP. I think that's the highest rate since the 1960s. In the previous financial year, the government borrowed £320 billion, the highest level in any financial year since records began post-war, while the government provided £352 billion in support to business through the pandemic. I think difficult choices are being made by government and the Chancellor's hands were, to some extent, tied. But that's not the end of the debate, is it? It isn't. Uh, The Chancellor's been clear that if an online sales tax is introduced after consultation, that the the revenue raised would be used to reduce business rates in England. We've always been clear that if an online sales tax uh, comes in, it can't just be a tax grab and the revenue must be ring-fenced and it must be channelled back into the economy. The Chancellor seems to have accepted that, so there's potential to lower the multiplier in the long term. And I think that's the place to go in terms of reinvesting the the money that comes from an online sales tax. And I think that's one of the main concerns of business, that uh, the inflationary impact on the uniform business rate means that that as a tax, it's becoming unaffordable. A big issue to me, Robert, seems the time that's now being taken to resolve challenges. It's a huge issue. It's completely unacceptable that uh, since June, more challenges each month are being registered than resolved. This is a late stage of the 2017 rating list. We're coming into the final year and that backlog is growing and it's beginning to grow exponentially. Offices in particular, one of the largest asset classes, where if you remember a work from home instruction was in place for 16 months, got no rates relief unlike retail, hospitality and leisure, and are now being left waiting for ordinary valuation matters to be corrected, where they've made a lawful and appropriate check or challenge, and uh, and their assessment is too high, but they're waiting seemingly endlessly for the valuation to be reduced or at least discussed. And I think the delay in clearance rates is now having a profound effect upon business, and it's forcing ratepayers to continue to, to suffer those artificially high business rates bills. 
insolvencies could potentially be avoided with the stimulus that getting these challenges resolved more quickly would bring. It would bring overpaid rates back into the business at a time that it's desperately needed. Ordinarily, we'd expect there to be a significant uptake in the clearance rates at this stage of the revaluation cycle. And you know, as I've said, it's going in the other direction. We've called for urgent discussions with the Treasury and the Valuation Office and the Department for Leveling Up Housing and Communities to immediately address this situation, which is, quite frankly, becoming untenable. As ever, many thanks for your time and insights today, Robert. Thank you. It's always enjoyable to talk to you. Let me just finish, if I've got a moment, just by wishing all of our staff and our clients a very Merry Christmas and a happy and prosperous New Year. It's been a really tough 18 months for many. I'm certainly looking forward to the opportunity to spend some time with friends and family, and and I hope that everyone listening also manages to do the same. You've been listening to Commercial Property Insights by Altus Group. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, and we'll send you a notification when we release our next episode. Until then, thank you for listening.